0: Okay, ready? Do it. I Can Relate, a podcast for teens, about teens, and by teens is presented by Lee Summit Cares. Lee Summit Cares mobilizes community partners to develop a culture of physical and mental wellness for Lee Summit youth and families that inspires positive, healthy choices. Lee Summit Cares is currently seeking youth in grades eight through 12 who are passionate about advocating for a healthy lifestyle among their peers. For more information or to apply, visit lscares.org. All right, guys, it's Chidera. Welcome back to I Can Relate. I'm here with Riley, Devin, and Hudson. Today we're talking about a very important subject about diversity and inclusion. And yeah, so Devin, I want to start off with you. I want to ask you, did you participate in the Blackout Tuesday and what's it's important to you it's importance to you
1: well I did not participate in that and you're talking about over social media correct yes um I definitely did not do that and here's why um I don't really that didn't do anything in my opinion um you posting a black screen on your social media really doesn't mean anything I think your actions speak a lot louder than your words and whatever you post on social media. Because I'm going to be honest with you, I saw a lot of people who posted a black screen and made a really, quote unquote, heartfelt comment about issues that black, that black lives go through. And a lot of them, their actions really don't equate to whatever they posted on social media. Um, I think, it's a, it, I think it was a lot more effective when people were posting petitions and actual facts about what's going on and what was going on during the summer. And I'm not trying to knock anyone who participated in that and did that because I get it. You know, you see a lot of your peers doing that and you're probably gonna think, okay, why well, I, I don't wanna seem, you know, like, I, like I'm not for this movement, but it's also, you have to understand that there are certain things that are actually gonna be impactful and have a change. And then there's gonna be other things that are not. And I just remember my sister saying, well Devin, you should you should post something, you, know, you don't wanna look bad. But I'm like, if you know me, especially me being a biracial woman, you know that I'm very open with the issues that go on um, in the community, not only with black issues, but so many other issues. And I personally just did not believe that that did much. And I didn't think it was going to do much. And obviously that happened two, three months ago, looking at it now, it, it changed
2: nothing um just to jump in um correct me if I'm wrong, but the the point of blackout Tuesday was to like was it like not to post so the the stronger like so people can speak about their you know the you know the problems is that the reason a black is that what happened because I I know a lot of people felt like they did something wrong after they figured out like they posted a black square and then nothing else like wasn't it like trying to make room for bigger platforms
0: I think I know what you're talking about Hudson I think it's whenever people posted like black screens and then said like black lives matter and they didn't want that to like cloud the rest of the pictures with that hashtag so then they went in and Changed it to Blackout Tuesday, and that's just um its own different thing. Is that the question um, you're asking?
2: Okay, yeah, that works.
0: Okay, and did you participate in that Hudson or Riley?
2: Um,
0: or did you even hear anything about it from like your friends or whoever?
2: I saw a lot of it, but I was I was just gonna let the people that needed to talk, like that know the problems better than I do, which I'm I don't as well. And I mean, I've learned more in the past month than I have anything in school outside of school but I did not I I wanted to like take it all in you know
0: okay Hudson I have a question what does diversity and inclusion mean to you
2: um well I mean I I feel like everyone's life has purpose and that's and there should be equality which is that's a given hopefully but I just think it's important, like, to make sure everyone is getting treated equally and there's no like stereotype. I mean, of course, I mean, stereotypes will always be there most likely, but st- some stereotypes need to go because they're not true all the time.
0: Right.: And Riley, did you hear any of the stuff with Blackout Tuesday or any of that?
3: Um, like, did I see people post about it, or did I hear people talk about it after the fact? Well, both. Um, I did get a lot of people who went through and, like, posted and stuff, and yeah, I saw some people who, like, leave a message, or they just put Blackout Tuesday, and then felt like, really, after the fact, it didn't do much purpose, other than, like, make it feel like, I don't even know how to explain it very well, just kind of, like... Not even, I don't know, kind of piggyback on Devin. It really didn't do any purpose except just make everybody on social media be like, do you agree with this? If not, post Black Square, which is dumb because actions do speak a lot louder than the words, but.
0: Right. And like, did you ever like feel some sort of pressure to like post or do any of that because you saw so many other people posting that?
3: I have posted my own thoughts, but it wasn't because of Blackout Tuesday. It's just like, I see the things in the world and I share about it and not like, I'm not telling people take my opinion into their own. I'm just saying this is what I feel about it, please. I've told people, correct me where I'm wrong. Um, I've been trying to educate myself because I can have really no idea what it's like. I can just learn. So I mean, I've been trying to educate on the side, but not really share about it as much.
0: Right. Well, I did not even know Blackout Tuesday was a thing until the Wednesday after I like wasn't even on my phone or on social media. And then I got on and I was like, Blackout Tuesday? Like, What is this? And I went and clicked on it and I realized, okay. And kind of going back to Devin, obviously, I think that a picture can't really do, uh, it can't really have as much action as like our words and what we stand for. But I do think that that action in itself provoked a lot of conversation within people on social media. And obviously people are not going to be able to, sometimes people will just post to post obviously, but I think that even for the people who didn't know what was happening, like for me, when I got on the day later, I see that people are starting this conversation of like blackout Tuesday and black lives matter and talking about diversity and inclusion, which is also very important. So kind of moving on towards that, like how do you think our world has just, I don't know, like, what is the root issue to you within diversity and inclusion in our world today?
1: Can I ask a quick question that kind of ties back into what we were just talking about? Yeah. So, like, I want to hear what you guys think. Did you guys feel the pressure to post something? Um, And I'm kind of talking more about Riley and Hudson here, but I just want to say, Hudson, I feel like you, this is just what I got from when you were talking that you may have thought that, like, I don't know, did you feel bad because you may have not posted, um, I don't know if you said this, but you may not have posted something or posted a lot. Um, From my personal opinion, I don't think there's anything wrong with not posting something because one, what you do on social media has, like, does not showcase who you are as a person. Um, Obviously, I think we all really know that from just being in social media for most of our lives now. But um, and I feel like I saw a lot of people who were um you kind of got into some altercations because a person wasn't posting on social media. Um, so like did you guys feel the pressure to post and like feel like and not and that's not just the blackout Tuesday, that's with anything that was going on. Like did you just guys feel like did you guys feel the need to like post something?
2: Um, well, I thought I probably should have posted something, but not on Blackout Tuesday. For me, like I think it was important that I kind of let the voices that you know range more and have more power than I do, even though everyone has a voice like our other episodes. But like, I don't wanna fill up someone's feed with another black square. I mean, yes, like, that's empowering, but I feel like the people that need to talk like, should go ahead and talk and I won't cloud that with another black square.
1: So when you say, like, what do you mean by, like, the people who need to talk? Like, people of color that are
2: gay. Yeah, I like, absolutely. Anyone that feels like they need to talk. I mean, if they are educated enough and, like, they know what they're talking about, then they probably should express themselves. And anyone that, like, can, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. I,
2: at this time, I wasn't, I didn't know a lot about the situation. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to say much. And, and cloud like some judgments, I guess.
1: Yeah. So what about you, Riley?
3: I think for me personally, I wasn't educated enough to even really know what it was. So I kind of got an idea of what it was after the fact, but I didn't feel like I personally was educated enough to comment on the situation at the moment. I feel like now I'm a little bit more educated educated personally but I'm not going out and like saying this is the facts because I honestly don't know I just take research and put it to myself so I can apply it to my life on how I treat people but I'm not like saying this is the way I should do it this is how I feel because my opinion doesn't matter I mean it does matter but it's not what matters the most because I feel like part of the problem is white people speaking on behalf of black people and that's just let them speak for themselves, honestly. That's all mm-hmm. I
0: feel about it. Right. Um, Hudson, so you said something about like your voice not having as much power or something like within this topic. Why do you, yeah. think, that, why do you think that your um, just opinion, like you say anything, do you think that won't have an influence on any, anyone like your friends or you just feel like ill-informed about everything that's going on?
2: Um, I would say I'm informed because like I, I myself am a white male like I, I don't experience the problems and stuff that the colored people might face. But I just feel like I, it's not my place to talk out as much. Interesting. Even though, like, I do, I do talk about how, I'm, like, with my friends, and we do get in the conversation. I, I will support. Like, I support every race and. All of that, so I'm willing to talk out. Like, I'll, I'll talk about it, but I'm not. A, it's just I don't feel educated enough to, like, you know,
0: just like you don't feel educated enough to be an advocate. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, you advocate for it, but you don't feel like you. Yeah, have absolutely an impact, and that- I was- that kind of goes into being like informed about diversity and inclusion. For some reason, I feel like a lot of people get turned off by the word diversity. And I realized this whenever Devin, whenever Devin and I, we had to go to school to talk about, this was a teacher um, day to like, talk about different things that are going on. We were at one station and we were talking about um, Ricky Kidd and he was a man who was falsely imprisoned for 20 something years. And I looked at the spreadsheet and it showed like which stations teachers were going to go to. And for some reason, our station was labeled under diversity and inclusion. And I was like, that's kind of strange because this isn't like directly about diversity and inclusion. And I would see some teachers just like walk right past us or not even look in our direction. And not saying that that has a big effect on um, that, that is an effect of it being diversity and inclusion. But I'm saying that is probably a factor. And I feel like why, I like to you guys, why do you think that the term diversity has so much like backlash or just so much, there's so much depth to that word?
1: I mean, personally, I really think it has, it's such a deep word and people may get turned off from it. It's because I feel like people don't really understand what diversity genuinely means. And I honestly think a lot of people just don't really care. Um, And I think that definitely starts with like people themselves. And I think you kind of have to look at people and who they're friends with. So I'm sure a teacher or a person or whoever who is surrounded by one race of people, one culture of people, doesn't branch out, is always around the same people all the time, really isn't educated on other people's lives and other people's cultures. I'm sure they're going to think, well, I don't really need to be in a diverse group because they may already think that they know what diversity is and they don't so I think a lot of times they just think um it may just be they I think a lot of times people probably already have this idea in their mind that well I'm already diverse I have one black friend or one middle eastern friend so I'm obviously diverse I know what I'm talking about you know and it's like well diversity to me personally isn't just four white people and one token black person that's not diversity to me and I think a lot of people think that's what it is
0: I can agree to that for sure and I feel like when people hear the word diversity they hear the word different too and like yeah. what does that mean to you guys to hear the word different when you hear, or to associate the word different with diversity like is that a good thing is that a bad thing
3: like, is uh, it a good thing? Oh, sorry. Uh, no, you go ahead. Okay, Um. so is it, like, are you saying when people say diversity is different, should we accept that, or are you saying, like, why are they putting that on there?
0: Honestly, both.
3: Um, I mean, I think for me personally, I just find diversity and, like, different ethnicities just really fascinating to me. I, like, going to different, like, festivals, trying all the food and stuff like that. So I wouldn't even pin It's different. It's just something that I'm not used to, which I guess is different now that I say that. But I just, I don't know. This is so hard because there's just so much backlash for being different, not even just with di- diversity, with anything. If you stand out in a crowd, you usually get beat down for it. And I don't feel like this is something you should get beat down for. It's just a part of life.
1: I mean, I think that diversity and even the concept of being different is extremely important. I feel like as I got older, I started hanging out with people from so many different groups and cultures. And it's, I mean, looking at myself now, and Shadara, you can even vouch for this. We've been best friends since first grade. And just looking at our friends and who we hang out with, You know, really, I I can say this confidently, none of us look alike. None of us have the same background and culture. All of us are really different. And I just couldn't, I don't, to me personally, I don't understand how someone can think that they don't need, you know, a more diverse friend group or wouldn't wanna be around a bunch of different people. So I think diversity is important because I feel like when you don't have diversity and you're not surrounded by different cultures and different people from different walks of life, you're not gonna be educated on just different people in general and I think that really goes to show you know me looking at social media and seeing people's comments and seeing how people talk or even think about racism in general a lot of people don't understand it because probably a lot of those people who are commenting under those posts saying that racism isn't a problem anymore probably don't even have black friends um probably don't even take the time out of their day to educate themselves or even surround themselves with people that genuinely struggle with racism or deal with racism on a consistent basis and i so i feel like when you don't have diversity and your palette isn't expanded then you have no idea what's really going on
0: you know what i've realized is that a lot of people don't understand the importance of diversity or the importance of branching out and learning do different things like I saw this tweet of this lady holding a Confederate flag, and there was children on her um, little truck all wrapped around Confederate flags, and she was yelling at these people saying, "I'll teach my kids and grandkids to hate you all." And I'm just like, "I that's straight up ignorance for you to you're even like not allowing or you're restricting the." learning abilities or whatever of the future generations you're not allowing them to really learn and grow and accept differences between them and other people and i think we need to teach people to value the differences within each other rather than it's us against them or me versus you and i think we've come to we need to come to a realization that there's not always a right or wrong side and that this like we're all in this together really
1: and I absolutely agree with that. And another thing I just realized a lot is when people are making comments about, well, why do we need more Black people like as main characters? Or even, you know, why do we need to have LGBTQ plus people on TV? And it's like, it just really boggles my mind how people say stuff like that. How, you know, we don't need more diversity in media and et cetera. It's like, why wouldn't we? I just think when different people in different cultures are not brought to light and are not ed- being educated on, you can't even learn right from wrong. You know what I'm saying? You can't understand well, like this, this is the history between this culture or these people and I'm educated now on how to conduct myself and what I can and cannot say. And it's like, I just don't understand. Do people think that you're not gonna be surrounded by people of color your entire life or you know LGBTQ plus people or how, how can you go through life not wanting to be educated on other people's culture and who they are as people you know
0: and for some people they stay stuck in that realm of being around the same people 24 7 and just living the same life and I feel like you're just missing the opportunity to learn and grow as an individual to step out of the step out of your own comfort zone rip down the, the walls of your own comfort zone and I think that is something that We and I I honestly have a lot of hope in our generation because as a generation, Generation Z, we are able to have these conversations and really like be able to talk to each other. Because even though diversity and inclusion is something that we have been battling with since the beginning of time, we are still we are moving closer to a much more diverse world. We definitely still have a lot of work to do, but we are definitely
1: moving more
0: towards a diverse world.
1: And you know what? Something I was just thinking about, Tamara, was you know how a lot of people, something I noticed was a lot of people throughout the past couple months were saying how they lost a lot of friends because a lot of them didn't have this, not the same views as them, but probably from what I heard, a lot of them saw that a lot of their friends had a lot of racist viewpoints that they obviously didn't bring up before. And I think that's a prime example of you need to have you need to be around diverse people. You know what I'm saying? And also, I think you should have conversations like right now with your close friends. And I'm proud that I can say that I didn't lose any friends the past couple months because I know who I'm surrounding myself with. And I think that's a really, really big issue that a lot of people have is, you know, that shows that you're, when you're not around diverse people, then you're not going to learn. And it's important to have these important and tough conversations with your friends because personally, I wouldn't want to be around someone that, doesn't see the issue with a cop killing an innocent black person or innocent people in general. You don't have to just be black. And, you know, I think it's important to have these conversations. And that's why we need to have diverse friend groups and you need to be surrounded by diverse groups of people.
0: So why do you think it's hard for people to be diverse or just like practice diversity or inclusion? Because I, I think it's whenever we put those stereotypes those generalizations that oh that is them this is me like I'm disassociating myself from this group of people you are not like me at all and like I feel like every person who's I don't want to say every person of that is black or any person who's like this but for me personally I know a group of people who have had a situation where they realize oh I am not like everyone else like me oh I'm in a different category, like, people are placing me in some sort of box, because my first encounter was this, with this, was in kindergarten, and I remember, like, this was, like, the third day of school, and there was these girls, they were, like, not even all of them were white, but some of them were, like, I think she was Chinese, but they all had, like, relatively fair skin, and they were um, on a train, like, they were all holding each other's shoulders and arms, and they were, like, doing a train, and I was, like, wow, that's so cool, like, I want to join the train. And I was like, can I join the train, guys? And one of the girls was like, you have to have tan skin like us. And I was like, oh, dang. Like, and I remember going home that day like, wow, like, because I am black, like, that's going to restrict me from even having some different types of friends and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And I think that it starts from a young age because there's no one who's telling this girl like, oh, I mean, there has to be something provoking that girl to say that at that time a kindergartner, no one would grow up being like two or three or four and being like, oh, well, you look like this. You can't like someone had to be provoking that in her. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we just need to educate, educate, educate our children so much because it's, it's just, it's a major problem. It's a major problem in our youth to grow up thinking that they are completely like to just generalize people as a child to do that and to put these boundaries and boxes on children growing up because you you can grow up into thinking that you are so restricted, you are, you are so oppressed, you are so like this, and we cannot teach our children to think that they are oppressed. Because if you're gonna teach a child that they are oppressed in this world, then you have to talk about privilege as well. You have to teach people that, okay, if this group of people are oppressed, okay, then this group of people have some degree of privilege. Because every, every single person in this world has some degree of privilege over the other person. And that's another topic that people are afraid to get into as well.
1: Riley, did you have something to say?
3: Well, I think too, not that I'm like defending anybody in this situation, because what was said was awful, but I think for some people, it's just hard to empathize with something you can't ever empathize with, because you can sympathize, but you can never truly understand. So educating is super important, but I just think, for me, myself, I've been learning over the past couple, like even this like past couple years to just learn, that sometimes i can't always understand a person but i can still like support a person i don't know if that's sounding right but like i i'll admit i'll never understand what it's like to be black but i can still be an ally and advocate for that as long as i'm not taking away the voices of those who need to speak up maybe more than me sometimes I don't know. That's, that's that's what i was gonna say but.
0: right um riley i i just want to hear your um your opinion on privilege?
3: Like, do I think there's white privilege, or just you privilege? think
0: there's both, both of those, please?
3: Um, I think for me, I, I hadn't thought about it a whole lot until I started hearing the stories of people being like, this happened to me, or that happened to me, and so, yeah, there's definitely white privilege, and I think for me personally, we've had this debate with, like, family members and friend members where they're like white privilege isn't a thing and I'm like do you have to worry about going on a walk around the block sometimes if you were like at night or whatever no that's just something you don't have to deal with that is privilege in itself and like I don't know I've just seen things recently that I never really even thought of before that now I'm starting to like immerse myself with and realize that if you think privilege isn't there, then you're being ignorant, or you're just being racist, or choosing to ignore it, but I don't know.
0: Right, and I think that a lot of people who do not understand what the word privilege is, say that they don't have privilege, because I was in philosophy class, like, in February, and we all were talking about privilege, and keep in mind, like, I, this was at Longview, because I go there halfway during the day, and, um, There was this one guy, he was about 33 or so, and he was saying how privilege doesn't exist, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was never born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I'm like, obviously, so were a bunch of other Americans. They were not born with a silver spoon in their mouth. Then as class wraps up, he gets up and he's talking to this other guy and he's saying, yeah, just because your life isn't as hard as a black man doesn't mean you have privilege. Well, you just admitted you have privilege if you're admitting, hmm, my life isn't as hard as a black man, and I feel like a lot of the times too, people are not listening. People are not listening. It, okay, if you hear your alarm going off in the morning, some people immediately get up and they go turn it off, and other people are able to just drown it out and continue. And I feel like that's how the like that's how people interpret like what people are trying to say. Like, if I'm telling you my issues or my problems, you're like, okay, well, I have problems too. That's you drowning it out. You're not listening. You're not really understanding. You're not trying to solve the problem. You know what i
1: mean? Exactly. And I just want to say for our listeners, if you don't understand what white privilege means, we're not talking about like, oh, you're white. You must have grown up rich. You must have had everything you want. No, that's not what white privilege is. White privilege is the ability that because of your skin tone, you're not going to be racially profiled and other situations are not going to happen to you because of your skin tone and the way you look. And it doesn't have to... Continue. Sorry, go on. Continue. And it doesn't... That doesn't... You know, that's not just for, you know, Black people as well. It's for pretty much any person of color. Sadly, if you're a dark-skinned person um, or a darker person or a person of color and you look a certain way, sadly you're most likely going to get profiled in some instance or uh, or another
0: and I think it kind of goes back to fear mainly because there is some sort of fear that's invoked in people of color to where like they associate not they we we associate like getting pulled over by the police and thinking oh I'm fearing for my life Well, I'm going to go out here and say that I definitely – I don't feel that way, though. That can be a lot of people, though. A lot of people of color might feel that, oh, if I am getting pulled over by the cop, I'm fearing for my life because that's something that I'm seeing on TV. People are getting shot and killed um, supposedly because they are Black. And luckily, I do not feel that type of way. I feel like – I was never born feeling oppressed ever in my entire life. I was never born and taught to feel oppressed because – my whole family is from Nigeria. I am the first, me and my siblings are the first group in my entire family to be born in the United States. So I grew up thinking that I was very privileged because both of my parents were very poor growing up. And I think that that has had a major impact on the way that I live my life because, you know, I don't have grandparents who tell me or great-great-grandparents who tell me about like being enslaved or anything like that, but it's also allowed me to understand the because um, i feel like also too it's di- it's kind of different for me being african-american as well as being nigerian too because those are two even different things with themselves but also because i am colored i still face the same sort of prejudice that any other person of color faces you know what i'm saying
1: yeah absolutely so
0: i just want to get out like what do you guys think the real issue is in our world today with diversity and inclusion The fact that people aren't able to understand each other, or the fact that there is just so much bias, prejudice, and
1: judgment? Or is it both? I personally think those are honestly the same thing. If you're gonna be prejudiced towards someone and you're gonna be biased towards someone, obviously you're not going to sit back and listen to the other person to talk about their issues and what's going on with them. And Sarah, the man that you talked to in your, or that made that comment in your philosophy class, like he's already made his decision before he could even hear anyone else's opinion. And I think that's where the problem is, is a lot of people make these decisions in their mind and think about, okay, this is what I believe and this is how it's gonna be. And I'm not gonna listen to what anyone else has to say. And I think that's just the main issue. It's a lot of people just being, in themselves and being too worried about what they believe and not taking the time out of day out of their day and saying okay well like this person is actually could be right and I'm gonna listen to them and listen to what they have to say I just think that's the biggest issue is people need to kind of get out of their own way and stop being so full of themselves in a lot of and full of themselves in a lot of situations and really sit back and analyze what this other person is talking about or what this group of people is talking about and act to go into these situations open-minded because I feel like with older generations that's a huge problem is they're not open-minded and they're not ready to listen to what younger people or even other people their age have to say
0: right so how do you teach a person that doesn't want to learn something to learn how do you teach how do you allow someone to I don't know you know what I'm saying how do you teach someone to learn
1: something that they don't want to learn Yeah, absolutely. You're right. And to me personally, that's who I am as a person. I'm not going to sit back and beat a dead horse. And I'm not saying I believe any person can change and be a better person, but I just know who I am. And I know that if I sat down with you and talked to you about a certain situation or certain problem, and you're not really listening to me, I'm not going to continue to kind of push that on you. And I think, you know, honestly, I, I think it's kind of black and white in some situations. I feel like either people who are biased or prejudiced are just going to continue being that way and it is what it is and hopefully someday that they can grow out of that or there's going to be a situation or a person in their life to where they're going to they're going to see something or they're going to someone's going to come and talk to them about a situation that's going on and they're actually going to open their mind but I know for me as a person I'm not going to sit back here and try to educate you if you don't want to be educated.
0: Right. So how do we make it better? How do we, as a generation, advocate for change and try to be as effective as possible with diversity and inclusion?
3: I personally think that as much as we want to change the people who don't want to be changed, the biggest people we need to reach are the people who are saying, well, it's not my problem, so I'm not going to deal with it. I think those are people that it's much easier to reach to because then they can see the impact of what's happening a little bit more than someone like in your philosophy class who's like, this is my opinion. You can't change it. You're wrong. Because it's easy to just be close-minded about that. But for people who are like, it's not my problem, they're acknowledging that there is a problem. It's just showing them how they can help. So I think showing people that a little bit more, I mean, like, well, you are part of the problem if you're not helping them fix the problem.
0: Right. Hudson, do you have any ideas?
2: Um, to be honest, I, I've been quiet for a little bit. I, I've been learning so much <laughs> in the past, like, 30 minutes. It was, it's been crazy. But I honestly don't know. Like,
0: And I honestly think that it's okay that you don't know and that you're yeah. admitting that. A big thing that I am like 100% for is like people who don't advocate for things that they don't know about. They're, if you're not 100% the topic, do not advocate it for it because you are just spreading ignorance to me. That's my opinion. But I definitely think that as a generation, as a society, we just need to stop trying to be the protagonist. There's like you're not always right in every situation you know what i'm saying and just to i don't know if you guys have heard of the sociological perspective but just like taking taking into account that there are so many different perspectives to every single story and that in order to even try to understand a situation you have to look at all of the aspects so it's not always me against them us versus them right versus wrong but like Uh more so of just trying to understand the whole story as one everything what's really happening so i i have a lot of faith in our generation even us having this conversation right now is a major step that we are all all of us are even completely different from one another but we're all able to have this conversation and i think that's amazing So thanks so much guys for listening today. It's Chidera, Devin, Riley, and Hudson. Today we talked about diversity and inclusion and what it means to us and how we can be better as a generation. Thank you so much for listening.
1: Thanks everyone for listening to this episode today. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast and I can relate. Um, Hopefully we'll get a second season and I'm Devin.
2: This is Chidera. And my name is Hudson. And
3: I'm Riley.
1: And this is I Can Relate. You've been listening to I Can Relate, a podcast for teens, about teens, by teens. I Can Relate is produced by our Podcast Network and made possible by Lisa McCares. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app.